All right, we're episode one. Time for another podcast. It's a good way to get it started. It's not bad. I'm loving the no uh, no sleeves thing we got going on today. Dude, it was so hot, and the sad part is it's not even that hot. No, it it, it wasn't hot for me today, but... You guys still working outside? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, we were doing trim work inside. Gotcha, gotcha. Right on. I, uh, I had to fix a leak. Where at? On a glycol system. Oh, decent. They decent. leak a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least you don't have to get like a full respirator set up and all that for that crap, right? No, no. In fact, I actually just gave up my respirator training. I'm not doing it this year. Why? Because in the three years I've been there, I haven't had to use it. And I just don't feel the need to take the test again. So no. Somebody else can go in and do that. Right? Someone who isn't like actual staff. Yeah. Some, yeah. Someone, Contractor. Yeah. Someone a little less legit. Yeah. That's why I'm glad you're hoping to get me on as actual staff and not not a plebeian. Well, no, that's that's the plan. Um, but anyway, so how was your weekend? Uh, good. Uh, didn't get Little Miss, uh, my niece who lives with me half the week. Uh, her She's been hanging out with us a lot lately, uh, so her mom wanted her home. They, uh, they carved pumpkins because we're still, like, talk to each other and on each other's social media. So uh, what I did is worked on uh, outside of the house, getting it ready for the fall, getting stuff cleaned up, leaves, and uh, uh, also remodeling uh, my bathroom. Yeah, how'd that go? Did you guys get her all wrapped up? No, there's a uh, one section because I'm it's it's in my mom's house, and at a certain point, uh, football was on, and she decided that football was more important than the remodeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, after about you know hour or so of realizing that you know. What it turned into started out as me, uh, like I was going to make the cuts. She was going to sand it. She was going to seal it. Turned into me cutting, sanding, putting them all up and everything. And sealing. Uh, no, well, she she decided not to seal it yet. I guess she's going to wait until it's all up, and then she's going to go over it with a hand sander, and then she's going to seal it while it's up. Which, I mean, she's even talking about possibly just leaving it up unsealed and letting it kind of age uh, from the from the steam of the shower and letting it turn gray. I don't know. She it's she's, you know, she's it's doing her house. It. Yeah, it's it's her house. So whatever she wants to do, uh I just I live there so I'm kind of like I mean, obviously it's the bathroom that I use, so I'd rather it have something on the walls than just be exposed sheetrock. Right, right. And the fact that, you know, someday I might buy it from her, she might bequeath it to me. It doesn't really hurt me to, you it's know, bequeath. No, bequeath. <laughs> Said it again. <laughs> what did you do this weekend? Oh, Saturday I went to Costco. Uh, that was fun. Mm-hmm. I got the bright idea that I wanted to make fish tacos, so the wife and I, we... Uh, I, I don't recall getting a, a Facebook Messenger contact about that. About fish tacos? Yeah. It's because we haven't made them yet. Oh, shit. We're making them tonight. Oh, fuck yeah. So you could actually stay for dinner if you'd like. Uh, you only get started on it because I do have stuff. I still need to do my homework for this because obviously having to work on the bathroom the whole weekend, mm-hmm. I had to put my homework off. Gotcha. Yeah, this uh, this should be a fairly simple recipe. Um, so we actually ended up going to Seattle mm-hmm. and picking up fish from the fish market at Pike Place. Oh, okay. Brought it back with us. Did they throw them at you? No, no. But the guy was pretty cool. Um, his name was Zach, <laughs> ironically. 
couldn't have been that cool. No, he was super cool. Mm. Dude was like the coolest. Well, I guess there has to be one cool Zach. No, no. He, he said we're both cool because we have the same name. That sounds like fake news, bud. That's not. Okay. Anywho. So tonight I'm actually doing uh, fish tacos with some rockfish. Fresh cut rockfish. Uh, they filleted it right there. Got it, brought it home. Uh, I'm going to do it in a tempura batter. Deep fry it. Put it on with a sour cream based sauce. A little bit of cabbage. And the fish, some cheese, and some uh, mango habanero finishing sauce. You said cilantro? No. Party foul, bud. Mm-mm. Gotta have my cilantro. Something different. Something different. Something, Something different. Outside the box. See? I don't know. I mean, I guess you might have had more fish tacos than me in your time. A few. A few. But uh, I've been watching this show called Fargo on Hulu. Oh, yeah, that's been around for a while, bud. Yeah, it's on, I think, I guess they're on four seasons now. Yeah, they've taken breaks and they've kind of gone back and forth, but it's, yeah, it's, I haven't watched the new season yet, mm-hmm. uh, but it is a really good show. It's actually, uh, I was going to say, it's had like Billy Bob Thornton was on there, mm-hmm. Kirsten Dunst, mm-hmm. uh, Colin Hanks. Yeah, Jesse, no, not, uh, is it Jesse? I can't remember his name, but he was on Friday Night Lights. Right, Ewan McGregor is. From my understanding, yeah, he was on. Season. He was on one of the seasons with Mary Elizabeth Winstead. That was actually, that's the uh, he got divorced, right? Because he actually ended up having an extramarital affair with that chick on the show. What an asshole! Yeah, I mean, I just listen. I can't she tolerate is, that. Listen, it is unacceptable. His wife is lovely, beautiful French woman. Because I used to really like Ewan McGregor. I'm a, I'm a geek. So he was Obi-Wan Kenobi to me. Uh, but, yeah, it was a pretty shitty deal. Granted, the you know the girl that he uh, stepped out on his marriage for, she is an attractive woman. But it was still kind of, you know. You know. I don't know. I've been really, uh, really impressed with Colin Hanks in the, in the film. Um, film. Oh, you mean this or the TV that show. Fargo season? Mm-hmm. I think it was the last one they did. No, it's the first season. Was it? Yeah, Colin Hanks is the cop. I forget. I forget which order they fall into. I just remember. Uh, yeah, so he's the one where it's it's him and the other the lady cop. Yep, yep, yep. First and, season, and then her dad's a cop as well, or like an ex cop. He's, he's an ex cop, ex state trooper. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess he had gotten shot at or something. Um, but yeah, it's been pretty good. I, uh, oh, that, oh, other big news. Hmm. Showtime just released an announcement. Guess what's coming back? What? Dexter. Yep. Aww. Take that in. And uh, Michael C. Hall will be reprising his role as Dexter. Yeah. But, I, no. I, I know you're going to have a negative on this, but. Yeah, okay. I'm say. just, I'm just, I'm hoping Typically, when they bring a show back like that, typically it does not do well. Well, okay. Here's how I'm gonna put it to you, mm-hmm. Dexter. It's it's that kind of show where it's kind of like if Journeyman, Ugh, Journeyman. One show. of it was a great show. It wasn't necessarily a truly original show because there was other shows that had that same kind of guy. Quantum Leap. Yeah, Quantum Leap. There was another one about a I forget I forget the name of it right now. 
but it was a guy that every day he got a newspaper that was the next day's newspaper. I vaguely remember that. Yes, show. and that's kind of the same thing about Journeyman. Is Journeyman was on a, a time travel kick, but it was usually a very limited uh, trans transverse. No, it was on like a limited time scale. Whereas like Quantum Leap, he jumped back uh, to the fifties, and it was supposed to be set in like current time. So he was jumping back like many many decades. In a couple of episodes, uh, Samuel Beckett, Doctor Samuel Beckett, played by the uh, very talented, uh, oh, I can't remember his name right now. It literally just blanked in my head. He played Captain Archer on Star Trek Enterprise. By the way, uh, the hmm. show you were talking about, Early Edition. Early Edition, that's the one. Yeah. What's the name of Chuck's dad on Chuck? The mm. actor that played him. It's it's I've loved the guy forever, but it's I'm on crunch time now, and it's causing my brain to stand by. Oh, Scott Bakula. Yep, yep, Scott Bakula. He was in a show, Quantum Leap, right? That was yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what that's what I'm talking about. It's because he was on that show, and it took place over many decades. He would go back and forth on a time scale. Right. And who was the who was the guy that smoked the cigar? Al. Yeah, Al. Yeah, Al was the one who played. uh, It's like a holograph. Yeah, actor's name was Dean. I can't remember. Yeah, look up Al's name. But to bring it back around to what we were talking about, that that show, Dexter, was kind of like Journeyman, where it had a lot of uh, potential. Dean Stockwell. Dean Stockwell. It had a lot of moving parts. Uh, but the thing is, is I'm going to say this. Dexter is like your high school girlfriend. Right. And it was great. It was absolutely fantastic. You know, outpacked park behind the football field in your truck. Yeah, but I got to ima- I got to imagine that uh the writers have either one had another season that was ready to go and Showtime pulled it. Mhm. Or somebody's been stewing on this for a long time and I I, I just feel like this story is going to but do it. Let, let me let me go. So it's your high school girlfriend, great relationship, and then you graduate and you go your separate ways. Maybe it's a little contentious. Maybe she stepped out like when she first got to college. And then years later, you meet up at, say, the high school reunion. She's had four or five kids. She's taken up smoking. And, you know. Yeah, she, she sounds all right. Shit's bad. No, it's it's <laughs> bad. Well, I mean, that bad in whose definition? Like when you when you finally like meet meet again like all of the bloom is off the rose like that garth brooks song run into your old high school girlfriend and it was like why did i ever want this to happen that is how i feel about a dexter return they in the last season maybe even the last two seasons they kind of it's like game of thrones bud i know you didn't watch game of thrones but for us game of thrones fans the last season of game of thrones basically made the whole entire show unwatchable. I, I, I kind of read some articles where people said, you know, they literally did not watch the last season. Of Game of Thrones? Yeah. Uh, I'm I, guessing this is like binge watchers, so people waited for it to come out on streaming. Yeah, there's, well, a lot of people nowadays, but it's just something weird about like millennials and the Zoomers, whatever they call them, uh, where they feel entitled to get everything all at once. Right. 
So it's not like like us, man. We used to we used to watch an entire television season over six months. Well, it's funny you say that because we were uh, I was watching a podcast online, and they were talking about the TV guide. Yeah, and kids today have no idea what a TV guide is. No, because there's all there's always YouTube vids right. uh, of the actors talking about their stuff. They don't have to do interviews with people because. You know, they have a lifeline to their well, fans. I'm, I'm talking about TV Guide, like actual open up the yeah, and it Sunday gives you, paper and it tells you what's going to be on TV mm-hmm. that week. Yeah. Well, and they had the, that, the TV Guide, and then we had the one that my aunt would get, which was the actual the little actual book. magazine, yeah. Yeah, it was the actual little flip book, and it had crossword puzzles, mm-hmm. and it had the section at the front for just the daytime soaps. Right. And then it had the uh, section where it would give you the blurbs about what the episode was going to be about. I used to love reading those. Because I didn't watch a majority of the shows, but it was just kind of like a, it was almost like reading a bunch of little tiny stories. Right, right. So. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, you know, I know uh, Netflix and Amazon are now starting to go back to release dates of episodes, new new episode every Friday, and they're kind of getting back to it. And I've also seen that commercials are highly moving into the streaming platforms. Um, yeah, they well they they have multiple ways of making their revenue back. Where it's there's some of them where you pay and you still have to watch some commercials, right. and there's some of them where you can watch for free but you have to do commercials. Right. Uh, Amazon is doing commercials uh, and uh, they're doing weekly releases with their proprietary shows, right. like The Boys, which I don't know if you watch that. I do, I do. Uh, but I need the, to finish the second season. I haven't got that far yet. Yeah, the second season. I mean, it's they step further away from the comic book, but it's still like quality show. It has it has gripes that I, you know, well, bug I think you're me gonna about get it. That. I think you're going to get that from any show that's taken from a a novel, a a comic book, a uh, short series. I mean, people have complained about Stephen King's movies not following books. I mean, you just. You don't really get movies that follow books. I mean, I, yeah. I never watched them, but my understanding was the the Lord of the Rings series followed the books pretty well. Uh, yeah, it it stayed pretty truthful. But the problem being is that pretty truthful is different when you're talking about Tolkien because that guy's worlds that he creates are so dense. Right. Like he created whole languages just for his series of books. Right. So when you're talking about uh, literature that is that dense you can't condense it into, you know, six or eight hours over the course of three films. So you basically, you just have to pick out what you want to cut. And when you do that, it's different. It's different for certain uh, properties. Like there's uh, the Golden Compass film they did a few years back. Wasn't very faithful by some people's standards. Uh, And that one isn't, it's, it's got some bite to it as far as story and depth. But definitely when you're talking about the Lord of the Rings stuff, there's no way you can crush that into like a package that people are going to be able to say, yeah, I felt like they were truthful to the story. I just remember when the Lord of the Rings came out, I was like, I'm going to watch this. This is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. And I started it, and I got like 20 minutes in, and I fell asleep. And I woke up like two hours later, and it was still on. So I was like, all right, I guess I'll just watch it from here. And I fell asleep again. And I woke up like two more hours later, and it was still on. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. How long is this movie? Zach, you do realize that every time we have discussed a film, 
it has usually started off with you. I fell asleep about 30 minutes into it, but I'm going to watch the rest tonight. Well, typically it takes me two or three tries to watch a full film. Yeah, that's weird to me. Well, i got a busy life. You saying I don't? No, it's not at all what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't I don't watch movies much anymore. I like to. Uh, and then I set up the, the theater and got the projector and everything going, and I want to watch more movies, but it's it's honestly finding time to sit down and dedicate time to watching movies is what I have a hard time with. For me, the quality of Hollywood releases has gone so far no, downhill. I with that, but I like to go back and watch older movies, too. Yeah, and it's there is still movies. Like, the last good movie I saw was Bloodshot. It was pretty good. Yeah, I honestly the now the Bill and Ted movie was all right, but I could have. It's kind of thing like if they hadn't made that movie, I wouldn't I wouldn't object. I don't think it held up. I mean, it was good. No, and like the the criticisms that are not even the criticisms, but the stuff that I heard people talk about, whereas they basically said that you know Keanu Reeves has been he's had a lot of growth as a person and as an actor in the years since. And that he, it wasn't as easy for him to step back in the role of Ted. Right. Uh, to where they felt like the other actor... Oh, I can't remember his name. Alex Winter. Alex Winter. Good job. Uh, which, I mean, he was probably the most beautiful of the Lost Boys. I don't know if you ever saw that show. There was <laughs> there was the one guy with the long hair, but his curly Are you locks... talking about the TV show? No. The, the movie? The movie. The original? Yes, the original. Wait. Kiefer Sutherland with Kiefer Sutherland, Jason Patrick, uh, the Corey's, yeah, Corey Feldman and Corey Hames, yeah, and uh, a couple Such other people, a couple other people. I can't, I can't recall their names. Uh, yeah, and I actually uh, spent part of a summer in that town uh, in California where they filmed it. That uh, Santa Monica? Uh, no, it's called Santa Carla in the movie, yeah, but yeah. it's Santa Cruz. Gotcha. Which a funny story. You know the bridge where they all like hang off. You know, right, and right. they drop into the fog. Mm-hmm. That l- is literally right on the other side of the uh, boardwalk there. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it was, a, it was a pretty cool town to spend part of a summer in as a, like, I think I was 12 or 13 at the time. As a youthful yeah, it, it, juvenile. It opened me up to uh, some stuff. There was a guy who, like, rode a, like, 10-speed bike or something naked down by the boardwalk. Well, pretty much all around town. I guess no one really bugged him. So weird. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I'm I'm practically a nudist myself, but, you know, I keep that home. Do you? Uh, yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. When, when no one's in the house, bud? Flappy, 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 flappy. <laughs> <laughs> I could totally see that, actually. You're like the guy in that, uh, what is it, uh... What's that movie where he comes sliding out in the socks? Oh, Tom Cruise and Risky yeah, Business. Risky Business. There you go. There you go. That shirt's too much. Even the socks. <coughs> socks are probably the thing I, I, I. Not a fan of socks. No, like I would, I would, if you could tell me I could get away with not wearing underwear or not wearing socks, I'd not wear socks. <coughs> I want to feel like a jungle cat when I move along the ground. You got to do what you got to do, man. Yeah. You are a jungle cat. I kind of feel like we're losing steam. We're kind of saying whatever comes to our minds. That's kind of what we are, though. Yeah, that is. I mean, we need to have like a, a couple of segues, like a couple of like we put up on the board. 
like if we run out of shit to talk about, immediately say this thing and let it start a new conversation. Pet adoption. Ah, oh, speaking of pet adoption. Are oh, you going to get some more dogs? No, I want to. Yeah, uh, that didn't go so well last time. Yeah. Um, there is a toy Aussie, miniature Australian Shepherd. Seven weeks old right now. She's a red Merle. Beautiful looking pup. Just mm-hmm. adorable. And uh, not not sold uh, not sold the wife yet on it. So toy, so how big does it get? Uh size of my aunt and uncle's dog. I don't remember the size of your aunt and uncle's dog. So it's a little like twenty per- twenty five pounds maybe. I, I don't want a purse dog. It's not a purse dog. It's, it's definitely a purse dog. It's no, it's it's twenty, twenty five pounds. I mean it's Yeah, and I've seen the size of some women's purses, bud. Okay, well we're not talking it's not a teacup. I, okay, I want a dog that if I run out of ammo in a firefight, it can jump in and help. <laughs> That's me. I want I want like a husky. I want a German Shepherd. I want a Golden so Retriever. I don't care. It's like a lot of Dude, food. that's a family member. I'm not talking about a pet. I'm talking about like Bailey. Now, Bailey was a mixed uh, retriever. That dog was a retriever? Uh, or sorry, not mixed retriever. Mixed. Uh... He looked like Benji. Yeah, I was going to say, not mixed retriever, mixed, uh, stuff keeps escaping my mind today. Uh, terrier. He was a terrier mix. Hmm. He was long haired though, wasn't he? Yeah. Shaggy. Yeah, he was a pretty shaggy dog. We kept him, we kept him pretty well shaved, uh, mostly because of me, because I'm allergic, which, uh, he never really bugged me like a lot of other dogs and cats. I don't, I mean, you could say whatever you want. Maybe it's some kind of like metaphysical, like he was my buddy, so it didn't bug me as much as. I just think you probably got used to his dander being yeah. that he lived in the house with you. Yeah. And w- like he, the last few years, when he couldn't move around as much, he'd stay in my room at night and sleep with me. Uh, so, I mean, he, and he was a, he was a fairly good sized dog. He was probably, I'd say like 40, 45 pounds. Yeah. Uh, that would be as low as I want to go. Just, I mean, I want a dog I can go out and take out in the, you know, take in the outdoors and mess around with. I don't want one where I got to feel like if I, you know, if I take it out on a boat and it drops in the water, I got to worry about it drowning. No, these dogs aren't like that. Yeah, 25 pounds. That just means you can easily lift it out of the water. Yeah, to each their own. Yeah, is what it is. Um, we'll delete all these pauses out. Well, you know. Maybe. Yeah, well, we I mean, just segments where we segments where we where we kind of uh drown each other out or segments where we just kind of stutter and we don't really know what we're talking about, just pop them out. Especially if we're going to do this format where we're just freeballing. Mhm. It's if we have stuff like planned out and we're going from segment to segment, that'll that will lessen. If we're just, you know, spitting back and forth to each other, we're going to we'll probably have to uh, if we're wanting like a good 40 minutes, we'll have to probably do a straight like hour, hour and 15 recording. Right. So like, you know, there could be segments where I call you a dirty cocksucking motherfucker. So now I got to delete that. Yeah, you do. And I can fuck with you now because either you're going to have to leave in the part where I call you a dirty cocksucking motherfucker or you're going to have to remember, go find that part. Yeah. Motherfucker. It just depends on how adult you want to make the content. Well, I can just hit the mute button. Uh, yeah, but we <laughs> both know both our mics will pick up the other person. That's true. So I'll just sound like the guy out of back of room going, 
So <clears throat> I played a couple of rounds of Call of Duty Black Warzone. Ops. No Warzone. Oh, okay. Um, Which are first time playing it. I thought you played that in the past with me. Mm-mm. Oh, what do no, you think about no, it? You know, it really it, it it was like an adult version of Fortnite. I can see that. That's, I mean, not, I mean, it's kind of the same theory. Like you're on a plane. You drop out of oh, it. Oh, well, that's, dude, that's the whole genre that's called Battle Royale. Right, right. So every one of those games is like that. From, I mean, I could. Well, I'm kind of new to getting back into games. So. Yeah, I could list like 20 of those types of games where you start off on a plane, it drops you, and you have to fly to where you want. Really? Yeah. The, one of my favorite ones. Do you hear that? Yeah. What is it? I don't know. It sounded like a helicopter. Like we're in a Battle Royale. I was going to say, it sounded like you farting in your leather chair. I wish. Uh, so, yeah, but that, I don't think that's a plane. I think that's a lot closer. There's no fan or anything on, right? Huh. Uh, but, segue. Uh, Battle Royale. Yeah, Hunt Showdown. Hunt Showdown, which is on Steam for like 30 bucks. This one is a horror-based... Battle Royale, you can be in squads of two, and you go around, and I feel like I might have gotten you, no, I don't have it on Xbox, I don't think, Uh, but you go around and you kill monsters, there's four groups, four teams, so you're playing with other people, and you're also playing against the computer, there's bosses that you have to kill, and then you have to extract with the money that you got from the bounty, or, or just the bounty, I don't think it's the actual money from it. Uh, and then people can kill you and steal it before you escape. That one's pretty fun. Uh, my whole thing is I just don't have anyone to play with. What's it called? Hunt Showdown on Steam. Is it free? No, that one's like 30 bucks. It's. Did you ever play the Crisis games? No. Crisis uh, by Crytek. Uh, really good graphics. Like stunning graphics. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, 30 bucks. Well, it's not bad. Last time I checked. Which you can you can check it on your phone, the trailer. Uh, it's all first person, okay. and you get, like, revolver, shotgun, uh, lever action. You can only pick, uh, like, two, so you can have, like, a pistol and a shotgun, pistol and a rifle. Then you can also have dynamite. You can have a Molotov cocktail. You can have a knife, which knife is good for, like, stealth kills. But it's a really it's a really fun game. A lot of people on uh, Twitch play it, actually. That's another thing. Uh, kind of watched a little bit of that Twitch on Friday night. Oh, when you were checking out mine? Yeah. Yeah, I was just kind of seeing what was out there. Man, there's a plethora of people out there twitching. Oh, dude. For, for all sorts of different topics. And, dude, that's just Twitch. Like, when there was Mixer, which was the other site that was doing the uh, streaming stuff. And then you have YouTube gaming, Facebook gaming. There's, Granted, uh, not all of them are popular, but there are millions of people that stream. That's crazy to me. Well, it's, you know, once once Ninja or any of those, Dr. Disrespect, Soda Poppin', once those people, like, broke a million dollars and became millionaires doing it, right. just like there's people that are making millions of dollars just for playing the video games, not even streaming it, uh, they're becoming the new rock stars. Well, I know esports has become a new, yeah, es- a new thing. I mean, ESPN picks them up now. Well, yeah, esports has been around for over a decade, but it's recently, it's now that the the profit margins are there where the people like involved in front of the camera are able to make really good like bank off of it 
Well, and I'm guessing that uh, video game production companies are, are paying into this as well to help advertise their games. Yeah, that sure what they'll actually do is, of... well, they'll they'll pay the streamers to play their games, and they'll basically give them so much money. And on this day it's at like this a time, yeah, it's just, and even at that time, they'll put an ad on their on their Twitch that says, "Hey, for this point of my part of my podcast or part of my stream, it's going to be just me playing this game." And giving you my opinion on it. Which, I mean, you take that as you will because a lot of these streamers, they're not pro gamers. There's a couple that are who are like, you know, they got their start off playing like CSGO or Call of Duty back in the game. And they're like, you know, really good gamers. Which basically means they have good hand-eye coordination. A lot of people put too much stock in being good at video games. Uh, but the... The thing is, is that, I mean, I say, I say this as a gamer, is that, you know, nowadays, like, gaming is, like, what football was back in, you know, back in the day. Being good at it is what gives you cred, I guess. Well, I know I'm not good at it. I just enjoy playing it. Yeah, I just, like, me, I would rather play a game that I enjoy than a game that I'm good at. Which... Is that uh, World of Warcraft for you? Uh, yeah, well, because World of Warcraft is a time sink. You have to invest time in that game. And there are people who will get on government assistance, not work, and play all day every day, grind the game like 14, 16 hours a day, it's just so they can be at the tip top. That is just crazy to me. Well, and there's I know of people that don't have to play that much and are better than those people because they're just that good the thing is is that the game benefits you more for having no life now explain that what do you mean benefits you more like you get more out of the game well no because it's well like I said it's a time sink most of the stuff you do in that game at the end of the game end game once you get to the top level just because you're at the top level doesn't mean you're at the top of uh, power Right. You still have to get all of the good gear. You have to do what they call attunements, where you have to go through long quest chains to even be able to get certain stuff or run the dungeons and raids that give the really good gear. So is it my understanding that this game really doesn't have an end to it? Uh, it does. Kind of like Call of Duty, where it doesn't really have an end. You just keep prestiging. Well, no, 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 because uh, Call of Duty prestiging is optional. Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, it'll give you some more slots and stuff like that. Uh, World of Warcraft doesn't have an end in the sense that they keep on releasing expansions, which raises the power level and makes it so that you... Uh... Oh, someone riding their motorcycle. That's my awesome neighbor's makes it so that you have to play the next expansion which basically just makes it like they're selling you it's a dlc right and they just do that at like every two years uh like i'm in i'm playing classic right now and classic is the very first version of the game recreated on current infrastructure <clears throat> which it's a lot more uh how should i say this uh it's a lot less polished than the retail version of the game uh, but it's it's also easier in that people have been replaying the earliest versions of the game 
on the private servers for many, many years. So everything that's known uh, about it is just there at everyone's feet. So you can just literally just like, I'm not, I don't have a lot of time to play the game, but I was able to immediately go online, research and say, okay, I need to run these dungeons to get this gear. And that was that. Um, I used to do a lot of tabletop gaming and I preferred doing that because it's more social and it's, I don't know, it's just, I mean, it's it's still pretty fucking geeky, but there just there was a social aspect to it, so I didn't feel as pathetic. Right. Well, I mean, it's, I don't know. You look at card games, poker, mm-hmm. yeah. 21, you know, craps. Those are all tabletop games, in yeah. essence, and you do the same thing. You get together and you have a good time and you, and you play the game. Mm. It's just all in, again, what you want to do. Yeah, which I will say, World of Warcraft, at least in my experience, uh, doesn't have, like, the main reason I played the game and picked it up is because I missed having a tabletop group where I would go over once a week, we would sit down, and we would all create a story together. We would also have a few drinks, bullshit, eat food, laugh, uh, and that's what I was trying to get out of Warcraft. That's not really there because uh, majority of the population of the game, I don't even know if I, should, if I should say majority, but I'll just say a lot. A lot of those people fucking suck. Just because they're... Just because they only care about themselves mm-hmm. and they they don't appreciate like the game overall. They're just doing it for that quick little, ooh, I killed this guy super fast. I can I can uber pwn everyone on the other side. They're just See, going. They're just going for the power. You're totally using words. I don't need, like uber pwn. Yeah, sorry. Uh, pwnage uh, is a term created back in the day when someone mistyped while they were saying ownage that they owned someone in the game, like completely destroyed them and are their daddy. Right. And they typed. Ponage, P-W-N-A-G-E. And it became a meme because someone was making fun of them and went, oh, Uber Ponage. It's just one of those things, bud. I wonder if that guy's rich now. Uh, probably not. But, like, w- like mo- it's funny when you look and find that most of the stuff in the common vernacular where people use, uh, like, disses or come up with words, a lot of that shit came from World of Warcraft. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I'm not going to go into it right now, but there's a lot of, like, terms that, like, uh, like stuff like noob even, like, kind of had its had its starts, like, in the, like... Meaning, like, new person, right? Yeah, newbie. Uh, which it's it's kind of... See, we always just called him the FNG. Fucking new guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that was in the work So I can see the gaming industry, where, so. you know... The two didn't collide ever. Which are typically, typically you're having gamers. Well, I can't say that because a lot of gamers I know work their asses off, and I don't want to discredit anybody. Well, yeah, it's like me. It's like I don't, I don't have funds to be able to go out and do the stuff I want to do, which is like shoot guns every weekend or go out and like live off the land and all that stuff, or even you know buy a little piece of prop somewhere where I can hunt from and fish. Well, let's see, and I don't, I mean, I know you, you might consider yourself a gamer, mm-hmm. but I would, I would consider you a gamer at the, at the lightest level. Meaning, I mean, meaning you haven't, you haven't devoted your life to it 
and you're not trying to figure out ways to get out of working so that you can play games. Well, but yeah, but I mean, that's, I wouldn't say that's description of like a light gamer. I think when you think of like a light gamer, that's someone who just plays like on their phone or just has like a console that they play on. Like me? Yeah. Like I'm, I'm pretty deep. My whole thing is between work, school, and the kid. I just don't have the time. I mean, you got to understand, like, when I decided that filmmaking probably wasn't going to be my thing, video games was the next idea. To play them or make them? To make them. Like, I was considering at one point to go and get a degree as a video game designer, not a developer. Uh, so you come up with you come up with the idea, storyboard so I, it. Yeah, I would basically be the director. Someone else would write the code. I mean, I would obviously learn as much as possible to be able to give my input on, you know, what I think uh, would be, like, the best course of action or just even be able to, like, come up with, you know, like, storyboards, in-game type stuff. But it was, like I said before, you know, at a certain point I realized that TV and video games were actually becoming higher art than a lot of the movies we're watching. You have noticed that. There's definitely a slowdown in uh, in the theater theatrical movie industry um well, yeah it's Redbox and netflix of well i'm just saying in the whole hollywood aspect like i think movies that are coming out now are less production um or excuse me i think they're more production less thought meaning we're getting a lot of remakes we're getting a lot of reboots we're getting a lot of the same stuff over and over again. Oh, we can use higher production quality and let's go ahead and remake this. Yeah, it's it's like an assembly line versus like a canvas. Right. I mean, you're just not getting the same quality, you know, E.T. And how many movies did E.T. spawn? Yeah. Same concept. Well, look at the Marvel movies. I mean, they've, they've come into... Which, I, I mean, I know they have alternate universes in the Marvel comics... But you're getting, you know, you've got Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, and then they've got different Spider-Man mm-hmm. movies. Which they're going to um, tie that together now. They're going to, so, they're going to do, uh, which is kind of in the comics as well, is the Spider-Verse, mm-hmm. where, like, Miles Morales, which was the uh, uh, Latin, uh, Latin, black, uh, like, mixed-race Spider-Man that came about during the ultimate uh, Marvel series that they did okay uh well they're gonna do that with uh toby mcguire and andrew garfield and uh, tom holland the new kid see how many how many spider-mans do we really need none well just the one in the comics and like i mean let's let's face it comic books the big names they've been around for probably the youngest one has been around for 30 years you pretty much told all the good stories you're going to tell with the comic books. Right. It's it's like any medium, you know, eventually they say, you know, there's nothing new under the sun. Now, I know Superman's your favorite superhero. No. You're wrong. Ghost Rider. That's right. Superman's close second. Yeah. Well, it's it's basically they're they're two different uh entities because one's DC and one's Marvel. Right. So Ghost Rider's my favorite Marvel superhero, superhero. <laughs> Uh, Superhero <laughs> cart. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Superman is my favorite DC hero. Now, how do you feel? 
How do you how do you feel about Batman? How do I feel about him? Yeah. See, I like Batman because I feel like Batman. He's overhyped. Is a real person. No. He doesn't have superpowers. Yeah, he does. He doesn't have laser beams that come out of his eyes. He gets into at least, like, let's say he gets into, what, three fist fights a night? Right. With at least five people each. So go out every night, get in the best shape you can, and go out and get into a fist fight with 15 people every day. I don't care if you win every fight. How long before your body is completely unusable? Pro fighters. If you're Batman. UFC, MMA fighters. UFC, pro MMA fighters fight like once, maybe three times a year. I mean, they spar. They, I mean, I'm sure they fuck around with their friends. But they don't get into fights every single night. And I get that Batman is supposed to be, one, the peak of human conditioning. He's supposed to know every martial art. Uh, and he's also a millionaire, so he can afford the best, you know, treatments and like doctors and stuff. I think he's all about the ice bath. Yeah, I'm sure he does that kind of like CrossFit style crap. But all I'm saying is, as far as people talking about him being believable, mm-hmm. I, now, now, granted, I do love Batman. I love the character, but it's I don't know. It's it's there's a lot of fanboys that just kind of play him up, kind of the same deal as a Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter was kind of a uh, a side character. Mm-hmm. And they beefed up his story and gave him a lot of new powers, took away some of his weaknesses. And suddenly everyone was like, oh, now he's the greatest superhero ever. He's even better than Superman. And I'm like, yeah, he's pretty badass. But it's they're making they're making changes to the character in order to make him more popular, in order to sell more comics. It's not like a story-driven choice, which is the problem I have with a lot of media and movies and stuff is a lot of the choices, every, every choice that they make is for maximum profit to try and make stuff sellable rather than make stuff, you know, appetizing. Right. Like, in the 90s, there was the death and return of Superman story arc. You're talking about the most powerful superhero and you're going to kill him. That was from a business perspective... Not a great idea. You could have tanked the character because no one would have taken him seriously as a powerhouse. But it worked, and it was actually, you know, pretty good. Like, the four Supermen that showed up was kind of, yeah, and everything they did after he came back was kind of lame. But that series, that arc, was pretty damn good. Now, DC, Spike Mm. Lee, or is he Marvel? Spike Lee, Kiss Kiss, eh? What? Who who is the guy that... Started the comics. What's his name? Stan Lee. Stan Lee. Stan Lee and Jack Kirby mm-hmm. were the ones uh, involved in Marvel. Oh, okay, okay. And uh, I mean, people go back and forth on which one was more like integral, but it's it's. I don't really I don't really care what people say. It's I mean, it's they're both integral to the to the now to the they, brand. Did they create the story? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, they didn't create every single character. Yeah, I mean, they have writers and they have other people involved who come up with characters. Uh, but like Stan Lee came up with Spider-Man. He came up with, you know, a majority of the top list heroes. Okay. Um, and, you know, people go back and forth on which brand is better. 
I kind of feel like both of, I mean, now moments. Yeah. Nowadays, I mean, as far as which one is better, I, I mean, I've, I've stopped picking up comics, hardcover or hard copy, I should say. And I just, you know, get updates from ones on like YouTube channels that do like, Hey, here's what's new in comics. Uh, but the thing was, is that Marvel always had, at least I felt like a depth to their stories that DC didn't necessarily have. Like I always looked at, um, Marvel was, I mean, they're both kind of, they're just candy. They're just treats. They're just kind of, you know, cutesy stuff you can read when you're a kid. And when you're an adult, you can also read it too. But Marvel always had a little bit more going on in their stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, not less, like not necessarily emotional all the time, but there was more involved, more in the like universal aspect. Whereas DC always had um, just more like it was more classic. So who who created DC then? Uh, DC Detective Comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really know as much about. Uh, DC stuff. Yeah, the DC stuff. That was more of kind of like a, uh, I don't know, I think that was more of like a committee style thing. Now, Dick Dick Tracy, didn't that start out as a comic book as well? Yeah, Dick Tracy was like a, I think that might have been like a, one of those like ones where it showed up in like the Saturday paper. Oh, okay. And it was that kind of comic where it showed up in a strip. We'll have to find that out. Yeah, because I mean... I, Honestly, I, I do have certain comic book characters that I really like, and I have a bunch of... I still have a bunch of Ghost Rider comics from uh, Johnny Blaze and Danny Ketch. Uh, but I... I mean, I'm not super integrated into the history of all this stuff. I'm kind of a renaissance man when it comes to geek stuff. Malcolm Wheeler Nicholson. The person who started DC Comics? That is correct. Detective Comics? Which, I mean, Detective Comics has integrated a lot of stuff. Kind of a Sean Connery-looking kind of guy. I, I don't know if Sean Connery is what I would go for you as... Know. Colonel Sanders? Yeah, I would go for, for like, Colonel Sanders meets a really old uh, Guillermo del Toro. Not Benicio? <laughs> no, not Benicio. Which, did you ever see those Sicario movies? No, I didn't. I was going to watch them, and I just oh. haven't had time. Are they pretty good? Yes, so you you know me right like I'm kind of disenfranchised with like current media, right? Uh, I would I would put Sicario and Sicario Day of the Soldado the sequel in probably my top ten movies of the last five years. Really? Yeah. Like there is, I'm trying. I, I don't want to give anything away because everything in that shit is powerful. But well, let's go back to Dick Tracy then, real quick. Okay. And uh, it was a comic strip. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, like I said, they, I think it's one of those movies that you have to really be into. Like, you got to stay focused to watch it. Which movie? The Sakara movies. Or however you said it. Mm, it's Sicario. Yeah. Sicario, De the Soldado. Blah, 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 blah. Yes. No, I'm, I'm trying to be sensitive. Well, from. Now you went from, like, Spanish to... What? Russian. Uh, no, have you never heard Antonio Banderas? That sounds nothing like It's anything. too sexy. No, no, no. But I must. That was closer. But you started out as, like, a Russian. No, I did not. No, this is Russian. What the fuck are you talking about, you fucking American? Dude, you know, right now, right now, 
crazy Russian hacker is probably listening to our podcast. And they know that I am down. And you know? he's like, who is this guy who has this horrible accent? And good he's going to call is, us. Good, well, good thing if he's a hacker because this is all on your home network, not mine. I'm not a hacker. A crazy okay. Russian hacker. He is... Uh, what, like uh, from GoldenEye? No. I'm invincible. He's got a YouTube channel. I don't know any good hacker that would have a YouTube oh channel. God, he's not really a hacker. Oh, he's like one of those anonymous where he's like... No, no, he opens products and like buys shit off a line and just does random stuff. Like he'll get the as seen on TV oh, shit. Oh, a techie? Maybe. I don't want to call him a techie because he, I mean, he does survival packs and all sorts of other shit. Oh, wait, this is an actual person you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Well, bring him up. You've never seen Crazy Russian Hacker? I don't believe I have. Oh, Let yeah, me pull on. him up. Hold on. Yeah, crazy Russian hacker. He he has videos where, like I said, he'll he'll buy. One sec, I'm gonna look up on my phone while I tinkle. Yeah, so crazy Russian hacker, dude's eleven and a half million subscribers. Yeah, he's he's huge. He's huge, and I don't really know how to describe it other than he. It's like a lot of unboxing type stuff. Yeah, um, but it's all ridiculous, ridiculous shit. It's fucking. It's actually pretty good to watch. Um, Oh, he did the Carolina Reaper, uh, the yeah, Pocky he, one chip. I did that. He does. He does the challenges. By the way, that that Pocky chip, I heard it was ruthless. Oh, it's bad. Is it now? What is it? It's it's so. Let me just preface. Like what is what is Pocky? Is that a brand or is that yeah? A, that's, okay. But let me preface it by saying I can't even get the footage which we have in my family. I can't give them to turn over the footage for me because they. It's it was me, my brother, and my sister all did the challenge. And neither of them want that footage of them to escape the family. So who has the footage? Uh, my mom, I think. I'm still working on her. Well, I mean, doesn't she know you can edit out? Yeah, but they're... Uh, they don't trust you? I guess. Well, I mean, would you trust me either if I had if I had a video of us getting like in a, like a wrestling match and I like pin you to the ground and make you cry like a little girl? And I'm like, hey, man, you should totally give me that footage. I'll edit out everything about you crying. I mean, you gotta wonder if I'm gonna be like, no, nah, dude, you're gonna be crying to everyone online. Well, we'll see, because I got footage. What footage do you got of you? I'm pretty sure any footage you had of me has already been uploaded somewhere. Pretty shameless, bud. Oh yeah. Well, your uh, your thriller video from Riggins mm-hmm. came up on my Facebook feed. Yeah, I saw that. It popped up, and then Tara commented and said. Hers popped up, and then Athena's popped up and said she saw hers. So it was pretty funny. Yeah. Apparently, you were a big deal. Everybody remembers Thriller. Fist bump. Yeah, it's still, I hate that reminder of Riggins. I know. But, just because we don't go back up anymore. I got to tell you, though, uh, I did have a guy come up to me today at work who Mm -hmm. follows me on Facebook. Uh, Super cool dude. I'm not going to say his name because I don't know how he feels about it. But,. He said, hey, I saw that video on Facebook. He goes, I thought it was you dancing Thriller. He goes, but man, that guy has some moves. Shit. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. I was like, no, he must not have watched past the first two minutes. Because after like two minutes, it's just me like shimmying side to side doing my fat guy. This is my sweet spot dance. Well, eventually you just kind of wear down on that dance. And I mean, you've done it a hundred times. And, you, and I usually get pretty drunk to do it. It's true. Yeah. Well, typically I know that in the past people have just basically paid you in beer to do that dance. Uh, I've I've literally witnessed this. Yeah, pictures of beer. Usually one or two shots of Jack. If you want like a quality, it's like on a sliding scale. Like, do you just want me to be fat like Chris Farley, or do you want me to like actually channel the ghost of Michael? 
he, he's very, very devilish. <laughs> wishing tree. In my wishing tree. Yeah. 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 Uh, that, was, that was still good shit. Michael Johnson. <laughs> um, anyway, back to Crazy Russian Hacker. So he, he goes online and he gets all this stuff um, and unboxes it. Videos mm. of, like I said, as seen on TV stuff. So oh, shit. I'm easy, just looking at videos and he's got like egg a... egg cooker. It's like uh, a knife holder, which is like a small yep. mannequin of a man. Yep. That looks tits. He does a... Little cheese slicer. I think he did uh, episode or videos of the Dragon's Breath shotgun shells. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a... There's a shotgun shell that actually has a broadhead arrow tip in it. Uh, I think he shot that one. Hmm. Uh, anything that's kind of far-fetched on the internet, he's buying and, and videoing it. Survival kits. He'll buy survival kits on eBay from the 40s and 50s and 60s and open them up and see what's inside. Yeah, I'm seeing that. Uh, he's got a... Well, he's trying MREs from different countries. Right. That's interesting. I've only ever seen people do MREs from the U.S., but here he's uh, trying one from Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan? Uh, Kazakhstan. Uh, Tomato, tomato. Who's, who's a little bit more worldly? Yeah. Worldly? Let's hear your Russian accent. Oh, I don't got one. Exactly. I got I got two accents. Idaho and oh, you betcha, here in Wisconsin. Oh, eh? fuck yeah, bud. Get on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's not bad. Oh, yeah. All day. All day, every all, day, bud. All day. Um, sometimes, sometimes, ah, heck. Now you're going Boston. Oh, heck. Oh, geez. Yeah, yeah. Hey, We're how's pissing your, off how, so many people right now. Hey, how's, how's your mom? Tell, tell your parents I said hi. Yeah. Tell, hey, tell your mother I'm thinking about it, okay? I got on my thoughts. That's weird. Not a big deal. Don't make a big deal about it, bud. Okay? I'll tell her. A little slap on the face, huh? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll tell her, though. A eh? little two-tap tickle? Yeah, you like it. It's uh, been watching a lot of Fargo, so. <laughs> yeah, they. some of the people on there. They, they take it to the extreme. Well, and like, if you don't know much about accents, you'll listen to some of the people and go, wow, that sounds really good. Oh, oh sorry. Go. Nice Domino's ad. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Domino's, for sponsoring. No. Uh, not yet. Not yet. No, I was. it accidentally uh, clicked on one of the Russian hacker videos. Should have uh, watched it. Should have watched it. I'll check it out when I get home. That seems like cute little like popcorny videos you can watch like one at a time. Oh yeah. Yeah, but uh, you need to check out that FPS Russia guy. Well, we will. I'll check it out and we'll talk about it. I got him on the board. In case you guys don't know, we have a board of topics. So if you ever want us to talk about something, now granted, we may not know about it, but we'll talk about it. Well, Randy will probably know about it. Just ask him. I'll know enough to bullshit. Right. But. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a renaissance man. I know a little bit about everything. Ooh, challenge accepted. No, I, I mean, I really do. And if I don't know anything about it, I know enough about everything else where I can bullshit my way out of it. I'm really good at that. I'm, I mean, I'm not even saying it's an admirable skill because I probably, you know, uh, I probably tell people a lot of half-truths, but at least I'm half-right, right? Half full, half empty. Yeah. Like, did you ever see that movie Limitless? Oh, God. Yeah. That's a great show. Now, the, te- was, uh, the, the television show, Bradley Cooper. Yeah, yeah. The television show, I mean, it had... it had uh, Not good. It, well, it had Dexter's sister. Mm-hmm. She, yeah. yeah. And it had uh, this other who, dude who was who really good. used to be Dexter's wife in real life. 
yes, they got married. And then from what I understand, there was either an issue of not to like get into people's personal business, but there was either a thing of like, she couldn't handle either his cancer or he stepped out on the marriage with Yvonne Strakowski. Mm. I don't, I don't know if, if neither one of them is true. Yeah. If neither one of them is true and they're just two people who grew apart, whatever. Uh, I still like them both as, as actors. Uh, yeah. I, I think, I think I they're both good actors. Yeah. I mean, granted, uh, I still like them, but the thing that they're most known for and that I love them for is selling in my eyes. Dexter. Well, I'll be honest. I have Bring been it back wa- around. I have been watching Michael C. Hall for a long time before Dexter. Yeah, Six Feet Under. And that was one of my favorite shows. And well, that I was did, a good show. He did a great job in that show and portraying that role. And then he goes into playing this character, Dexter, that mm-hmm. I absolutely loved. And it's crazy because the darkness of him in Dexter almost seems like it was bred from doing the show Six Feet Under. Mm, he he was kind of I mean I, he was kind of he always had a dark cloud over his character in Six Feet Under. Right. He's kind but of it wasn't it wasn't like serial killer status. Well, no, because his character. I mean, if you've watched Six Feet Under and you know his character, his character in Six Feet Under, at least as far as his relationship with his family, right. is like me. He's black sheep. Well, no, that's the other brother. Is the black sheep? Oh, I'm sorry, not black sheep. But he, he's like he's the, like the workhorse, the, the family the caregiver. Yeah, the, the taker or the taker carer of her. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> the one. He's the one that <laughs> makes sure everyone else. Yeah, he's the guy that does the thing at that time. Right, right. Uh, he's no. the one taking care of the business. He's the shepherd of the family. Shepherd. Yeah, that's he's, what I was thinking. he steps up and takes takes action. And the brother and the sister are kind of fucking. They're kind of flibberty gibbet. Sister's uh, hot though. Oh, yeah, she's cute. Redhead. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you ever see the series finale of that show? Uh, yeah, but it's been a long time. That's another one I've, I've tried to rewatch a couple of times. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime or Netflix. Well, it should. You, do you, oh, you do it on HBO, do you? No, no, I don't. Yeah, know. it's on HBO currently. HBO Max. Uh, I need to kind of sign up for that because there's a lot of good shows that I have watched in the past I'd like to rewatch. So Six Feet Under, the last 10 minutes of the show... Uh, you know how every episode it does like it shows the death moments of oh. the person being buried. Right. The last ten minutes of the show, they do that segment for everyone on the show. For all the characters. For all the characters, right. starting off with, you know, uh, well, I, they don't do it in like the sequence of like oldest to youngest because some of the characters end up dying from uh, means other than old age, but the last death is of the sister, uh, of her like. I won't. I mean, I, it's, it's it's been out. Yeah, but I still. I mean, it's so iconic that if someone was to discover the show now, I wouldn't want to give away how it shows them everyone right. going in. Because there's some shows, they're just, you know, oh, it's been six years. Like if someone was to give up, like what happens in Lost. Granted, Lost fell apart after the third season. Well, my understanding on Lost was it was a terrible ending. Like it was a dream, right? Everything was a dream. No, no. It, it was it was worse than that. Because I know people were pissed. pissed. Yeah, like put it this way: I don't feel I'll I'll ruin the end of the show because like Lost, they kind of sullied the overall story because really what happened with Lost, which it was something where uh, they made like an idea salad, 
and they threw all a bunch of these ingredients together and let's let's see if we can get picked up on pilot season right and they did like enough people bought into it where they had a lot of good ideas just not good enough leadership and they didn't have long-term concrete goals it was like eight seasons no it was six and it was okay. it was uh because it, it, it this was on the air during the 2007 writers crisis right where you had the writer's strike so you got a lot of seat and that's partly why journeyman i think didn't make it i think so and why chuck uh i don't know if chuck survived that or if it ended early i think I think it ended early. Chuck had, it was like three season, maybe you know, four seasons. No, I, th- I think I'm wrong. Because I think Chuck, I think Chuck actually came on right after the writer's strike. He might have. Might have, and it might have actually been the first season was during the writer's strike. And I think that's actually why Chuck got a second season is because it was already a built-in show with an audience. Right. And a lot of shows had gotten canceled, so they kept it around. I think that's right. God, that was a good show. That was super good. And it even Again. had, it had an okay ending. Ivan. Ivan Strakowski. Strakowski. Of love. Can we? We're just gonna take a quick moment of silence here, people, for Yvonne. You can make the moment of silences. I mean, I was gonna do it actually in mic. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. We can, we can take that out. Yeah, we'll do the silence again. Okay, we're gonna start right now. Okay, right now. Count to ten in your head. Not what? Count to ten in your head. A ten? Yeah. Because she's a perfect ten. No, she's like a fifteen. Okay, that's enough. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I do love her though. Yeah, she is very talented, and I mean, not not As an actor. Oh yeah, I'm she... not gonna say actress because you know what? They're all actors in my eyes. But uh, would you like me to drag you outside and beat the shit out of you? No. Okay, then stop being woke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I knew that'd get you. I call I call a woman an actress because long ago they weren't even allowed to act. Right. Back in England, which I think we might have did we talk we, about that in the last did. podcast? We, no, yeah. we didn't not last podcast. You and I had this conversation in private. In private. And yeah. I will tell you that that's why I said it. Yeah. Because I knew off. how you felt about it. Well Well yeah, like actresses were persecuted at one point because of the fact that, you know, England, the monarchy felt that they were dangerous. They felt that it was scandalous to have a woman act, so they made the, all the men portray women, play all the women's parts. So women had to fight for the right to get up on stage. To party. Yeah. So to call all people who appear on stage and film actors, right. to me, goes back to the part where only men could act. So to set them apart as being, you know, not, You're actually stepping not, back. You're stepping backwards. Yeah, by calling them all actors. Right. To, you know, set them apart as being something something else, something different. Not more, not less, just something different. I think that shows more respect to their craft because a lot of the times being an actress is different than being an actor. Totally agree. Yeah. And they 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 carry their own challenging Yeah, because requirements. a lot of the times, let's face it, you know, uh, men and women, like physically, are different. Where a lot of the time, in order to portray st- strength as a female character, you have to do a lot of things differently than what I mean. A guy can just go to the gym, uh, eat chicken, and take steroids or human growth hormone if you're Sylvester Stallone. Hell yeah, hell yeah, brother! And you'll just get jacked, and you can just t- talk in a deep, grovelly voice, and people are just gonna be like, "Oh, okay, good job, Rock." But you play someone like Jennifer Garner. 
Jennifer Garner has uh, she was in a show called uh, Alias. Good show. Was also done by J.J. Uh, Abrams from Lost, Bad Robot, uh, and that was an awesome show. She played uh, like a female spy, who like she wasn't superhuman, uh, uh, Miss Bristow, and she just like new martial arts and stuff. But she was a strong character. She was strong willed, and but I mean, it's not like she was you know superhuman or stronger than any of the men she was going up against. So she had to portray her strength in the uh, the character of her character. Well, I think too, uh, if you look at strong women roles, and this is probably not the best description, mm-hmm. but uh, monster with Charlie Theron and Christina Ricci. Yes, Christina Ricci um, played. Uh, was it Irene something or other? And yeah, I go. yeah she I was. Don't know a whole lot about the story. I just remember that. You know, these girls are portraying two women who took themselves out of a bad situation. Now, I'm not saying they did it the right way, but obviously it took some strength. <laughs> it took some strength. Well, well, no, 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 no. Uh, they were serial killers. Right. Uh, but, I mean, they, but, they, had been, they had been probably, from what I understand, like mistreated right. or brutalized in the past. Right. I don't know if both of them were, uh, but, you, I mean, usually serial killers in general have stuff like that in their history where right. someone scarred them emotionally. I mean, you have the ones that of course were like, I believe Dahmer Dahmer had a picture esque storybook. Like, you know, uh, well him, Ted Bundy too. I mean, like there was no, no skeletons in the closet, right. nothing that should have caused them to brutalize people the way that they did. That's a whole nother show though. Yeah. Where it's, in her case, I believe she did have some pretty dark times. Right. But see, and, and that's why I said, maybe it's a bad example, but, I'm not talking about the two women in actual life. I'm yeah, talking you're talking about, about Christina Ricci and playing that role. That's a hard role to pick up for for two people who are not considered that way mentally. Uh, they they were really good at portraying it. I think that well, and that shows a strong actress as well. Well, I mean, and being part, able to part of the reason for them is Charlize Theron and Christina Ricci both were actresses who. I think uh, Charlize Theron more so were looked at and valued for their looks overall more. Uh, Christina Ricci had had some beefier roles, had done some more risque work before then, but she was still like, you know, a very, they're both very attractive women. Well, and they were also pretty wholesome. I mean, you go back to like Christina Ricci in the movie Now and Then. Yeah, now and then Casper. Adam's family. Casper. Oh. Now, Adam's family, I'm not saying wholesome, but it was a family. Well, it, movie. yeah, but, it is, but it's a certain kind of wholesome right. because it's all like, you know, when she's like trying to, like, you know, she's cut. A cute, pu- she's yeah. a cute dark. Yeah, she's trying to cut Pugsley's head off. You know, it's all like a joke and it's supposed to be like, oh, she's so quaint. Uh, whereas, yeah, they get pretty dark. And both of them, uh, for those roles, uh, actually had to basically alter themselves so that they wouldn't come off as appealing because they were trying to portray the characters. Hey, you know what time it is? What time is it? It's time for another. No, we're not fucking using that shit. Oh, we're doing that. Okay, well, you, yeah. Nah. That was pretty good. God, you're, I, like, you're so overproduced, bud. That's not produced. Hey, bud, you know <laughs> what time it is? Time to suck a big fat dirt. I just thought it was funny. Yeah, okay. Uh, but, like... 
I mean, they're both they're fucking smokehouses, bud. Oh yeah, they're they're up there. I mean, Christina Ricci, childhood crush, Sleepy Hollow. Oh, dude, you knew I was gonna bring. Oh, her as a blonde. Yeah, uh, making my voice crack like I'm 13 again. Remember? Yeah, I remember the dress they made her wear. Yeah. Uh, but it was but, filled out. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, well, she had her breast reduction. Either way. Yeah. Uh, but that's what I'm saying is like when you think about those two, they're so beautiful. And then they went like Lon Chaney-esque type of like makeup job so that, you know, you could look at them and buy them as these characters. Because, I mean, I'm sorry, if you do a movie with Christina Ricci and Charlize Theron about two lesbian serial killers looking the way they naturally do. You're not going to get any guy to watch that movie and not be like, oh, fuck yeah, bud. <laughs> it's going to be in a whole different section yeah, of the video it's, store. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Uh, but, uh, it, I mean, that showed that Charlize Theron had real chops. That's what I mean. I, as And when I say strong, I mean, it, it, it was a, a role for her that I don't think a lot of people could have played and pulled it off the way those two did. Oh, no. Uh yeah, I mean it's. I mean, I'll, I'll admit it. I, uh, I think the first thing I ever saw Charlize Theron in was Two Days in the Valley, uh, which it was her and Terry Hatcher, and she was like a kind of like femme fatale, like she was the girl in a short, uh, really small bikini, hanging out by the pool, like blonde bombshell esque, and that's all she was, and like even in a movie like uh, Reindeer Games, with Ben Affleck right. and Gary Sinise. Gary Sinise, who, uh, let's just say, is a friend of the podcast. We don't know him. I've never met him, but I love Gary no, Sinise. he's totally a friend of the podcast. Yeah, he's a friend of the podcast. I, Dan. I, yeah, actually, I thought about it, and I would actually, Gary Sinise would be one of my three to get on the podcast. Yeah. yeah I think he'd be a fun one to talk to. Oh, and it's like, sure. yeah, like acting-wise, like I, I don't know that it, how much he's been doing since uh, CSI went off the air, but he's like really involved in like uh, Veterans Affairs oh, yeah. and like doing the USO tours. Well, he has. I know when we went to uh, Bubba Gump's, you can donate to the Gary's. I think it's called the Gary Sinise Foundation or Bubba Gump's the restaurant. Yeah, where was that at? Uh, we went to the one in San Francisco. There's, oh, okay. there's several of them. It's a it's a franchise now. Yeah. What and you does is the studio own that? I, you know, I'm not sure who owns it. To be honest, we can look into that, but. Um, it's, it's, it's a very franchise. I mean, it's all about Forrest Gump. You in there and there's TVs all over, right? And mm-hmm. they're playing Forrest Gump on repeat. Lord. Uh, it's, but their food is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had Lieutenant Dan shrimp. Oh really? Yeah, it was, it was phenomenal. Some of the best seafood I've had. Now, granted I was in San Francisco and it you is got new pier, legs. It is a pure 39, but anyway, back to, so they have the gift shop and I'm not going to lie. I got a little loaded at dinner. Mm-hmm. So we go into the gift shop after, which was a terrible idea because I'm like, oh shit, let's buy this. Oh shit, let's buy that. Fuck it. And they uh, wanted to know if I wanted to donate to the. I can't remember the name of the foundation. I feel really bad now. Like I said, I think it's called the Gary Sinise Foundation. But I basically, it is. you donated, and then they gave you fake beards, fake Forrest Gump beards to wear when he was running. Oh, the yeah. yeah. I just felt like running. Yeah. So we brought him. We brought him home to the kids. Oh, nice. It was pretty good. But yeah, he he's a good dude. I uh, I know he does a lot for our veterans, and, and that to me means a lot. I wanted to be a veteran. I couldn't because of my eyesight, but my grandpa was a veteran, and, and he fought in the Vietnam War, and I know what that did to him mentally. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you talked to me about that. the support that he had from the VA was 
it was not enough. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I know they're trying based on what they get, but damn, that's rough. And so it's nice to see people doing stuff for that. Yeah. We totally segued off of where we were at. We were talking about monster. That's, that's what I'm telling you, bud. This is going to happen. We're just spitballing. Right. This, this should have been called segue. Then what? The name of the episode? <laughs> well, if this is how you're going to do it, it's going to be this way for a while. No, but, uh, but back to what I was saying, um, We'll go clear back. Women actresses, I I, th- I do think they have a lot to prove. Uh, well, ah, that sounds terrible. Oh, dude, that sounded your toxic bad. masculinity uh, is so strong. I think the 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 <laughs> blueprint is set that they have a lot to prove, and I think you that, think the expectation on them is yeah, yeah. And I honestly think a lot of them, a lot of them have come out and done phenomenal jobs. Mm-hmm. I.e., we'll go back clear to Dexter. I think that Ivan Strakowski did a great job in that show, mm-hmm. as small as it was in the last season. But I think Deb did a good job in that show. Yeah, and, and as much as I could not stand her, which to give her credit, I already know what a, you're going to say, bud. She did a damn good job. She wanted Dexter that so bad. Laguarta. Laguarta. She. What was, she, what was that actress's name? I don't know. I, n- I never looked it up. Hey, she's not bad, bud. Um, and the other person in there that did a good job was uh, Rita. She she portrayed. Oh a, yes, uh, Julie Benz. Yeah, she portrayed a character that awesome. was broken, and and was able to fit into that category of someone you know that Dexter could really find himself with. Yeah, she was actually uh, she played Darla on Buffy the Vampire Slayer and mm-hmm. Angel. Uh, and her character on there was like, she started off very dark, very evil. And it was kind of the thing where it's like, they didn't know what they had with her. And then they mined her character and you found out that she was like a prostitute in the 1600s, right. got syphilis and this vampire found her and turned her before she died. Awesome actress. Another, probably another woman who is, you know, uh, her looks were looked at before her acting ability. Right. Uh, because I can tell you that, like, when she started off as Darla in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, for uh, you know Joss Whedon, who claimed to be a feminist, and it turns out he had a bunch of like skeletons in his closet. Uh, she was like her first. She was actually like the first character you saw in the television show, uh, the first episode, and she was wearing a little schoolgirl's uniform, breaking into a high school. Right. You know, kind of you know just being a normal actress, overly sexualized, uh, and then you know. Like the way her character's arc ends finally in that universe of Buffy the Vampire Slayer is like the strongest way you could end a character's arc. I won't I won't go into it if anyone watches that because I mean you know my the Obsession. way I well no the way I feel about like current stories and media and the way they're telling stories nowadays yeah. uh, and my gripes with a lot of stories and Buffy the Vampire Slayer uh, is still like my number one show holds up. Yeah, it's just, I mean, there's always going to be issues with television shows, but the, and it's like, I, I, it's one of those things like Star Wars where I don't look to George Lucas as the main reason that stuff was successful. Same thing with Game of Thrones. The showrunners on there, I don't look at them as the reason the show was successful. It's the hundreds, maybe even thousands of people behind the scenes all coming together. And it's just, it's just quality day after day. Right. Like, to me, like Buffy the Vampire Slayer still holds up. 
There's a lot of stuff out there that does not hold up, though. Yeah, a lot. Pretty bad. Uh, what would you, so? Let's say, what? Let's pick movies or TV shows. Oh, I think this is a whole other. You think? Yeah. You think? You think maybe we should end it there? Because we're so. we're out about what like an hour and a half now, probably. Yeah, and I think we could segue it into everything. That's fine with me. Right on. What do you got planned the rest of this week? Uh, I'm going to try and get as much of schoolwork caught up as possible. I'm going to get the bathroom finished and possibly also start the back door, uh, resealing that, tearing up the floor where the water damage is. Uh, it just it's just depends on uh, time constraints and also uh, whether or not I'm going to have help whether or not it's going to be one of those things where it's a honeydew or honey don't yeah or a honey That's usually what i prefer honeydew while i you know go to town and all that stuff i wish you'd go to town i think i gotta go to loman this weekend and uh finish hooking up that gas line oh yeah you already you already did most of it i well i went up to look at it and see what i got oh uh, i got a material list put together today sent it over and uh, should be a pretty quick job, but I'm going to run some wiring, electrical stuff while I'm down there. And yeah, i got to go out tomorrow and start a house. Residential? Yeah, dude. Well, I mean, I do residential right now. That's Well, I know, but I mean, house, not, not multi-family. Well, yeah, multi-family. but this one is actually a new construction. All the other ones they've been having me do is retro, uh, which, granted, the whole reason I came on to this company is because it wasn't residential. I'd had enough of residential. I wanted to learn. And that's where they put you? Yeah, they put me in, which it's... It's residential. Multifamily. Yeah, residential, what they call light commercial. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's all residential equipment for the most part, whatever. We're going by residential code. Uh, and then they keep coming up with all these different side jobs for, like, people's family members and stuff. Kind of this, you know, uh, like, nepotism stuff, whatever. Uh, which isn't why I signed on with the company, because I wanted to get out from residential one to learn a different side of the trade. Right. Uh but, I mean, you know, people are out of work right now, so you can't really complain. I agree. We, uh, speaking of out of work, we, you know, they, they called out school yesterday. Oh, yeah, I, I saw or, that excuse today. Me, not yesterday, today, for COVID. Well, uh, yeah, because the, the teachers are pretty pretty much striking. Well, pretty much. So they called out school tomorrow as well. Because mm -hmm. 440 teachers in the West Ada School District called out sick for tomorrow. Yeah. That's obscene. Well, I mean, I understand what they're doing and I get it and I agree with them. I think the school district needs to just make up their mind and say, hey, if our teachers don't feel comfortable, we're not going to force them to do this because then at least they could get back to doing remote learning with the kids versus just calling school off. Mm -hmm. This is already hard enough on our kids as it is. Mm. Uh, I don't even know what's going to happen. Well, I have family members who started working from home once this started. Right. Uh, They're still working at home, right? Yeah. And I'll I'll basically put it this way. I will give benefit of the doubt that half of the people, half of the teachers, half of the people that work from home for other businesses, other jobs, uh, are still seriously concerned about the virus, even with all the updates we've been getting about the fact that, you know, the mortality rate, isn't what we thought it was uh that it's you know it's for all intents and purposes it's another flu right it's another thing that yes it is deadly to a certain part of the population 
but it is by no means something that we should have like closed the whole country over. Uh, at least in places like ours where the population density isn't super high. Metropolitan areas, yes. Well, they're saying they're saying Ada County, Idaho area is one of the worst in the country. But what's the death rate? Well, I understand that. I'm just saying the. They're saying that the the spread rate. Yeah, but is, and that's what they're that's what they're basing everything off of is not the death rate, but the spread rate. But that's what I'm saying is if it's if you have it ballooning up where we suddenly have so many cases, and people are still recovering. What's going to happen? You're going to have the herd immunity, which was the whole reason we started this quarantine was not for to for the virus to die out because viruses don't die out like that. Uh, the whole point was that no, we, it's got to run its course. Yeah, we were just trying. It's it's like a wildfire. Right. We were just doing backburns and we were just you know trying to limit the amount of acreage. Yeah, we were trying to make it so that it wouldn't burn so fast that you would have hospital beds filled every day, all day. And obviously at this point, it looks like, you know, because, I mean, even when at the worst, people weren't really quarantining and not everyone was wearing masks. People were wearing masks around their chin, under their nose. People were still having social gatherings of more than 10 people. So, I mean, it's like I have family members who are high risk. So I still take precautions. I get it. But I mean, at this point you've gotta you've gotta look and see that some people benefit more from getting to work from home than others. No, I get that. And that like I said, that's kinda why I might go to the mountains this weekend and just get away because it's been, you know, the last couple of weeks it's been stressful. Mm-hmm. And uh even though I gotta go up there and work, I mean a day of work in the mountains is better than any day off in the city. Really? Yes, because I can go into another world of Warcraft. Oh, Jesus Christ. Fuck yeah, bud. All right, buddy. Well, it's been great talking with you, and uh, we'll do it again. Yes, we will. All right, folks, we will see you next week at the same time, uh, unless you listen to us at different times of the day, which is kind of cringe. It's it's probably actually more realistic. Well, I mean, most people listen to podcasts, I think, when they're driving to work. Unless you're me, which I have the kind of job where I do everything on autopilot and I just wear earbuds so I don't have to hear like other people's bad music. So. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Later. <laughs>